Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. I family. if I sound a little husky, it's because I just woke up. Like y'all, I'm feeling and my bed just woke up. But the Lord, he just keeps on repeating this word to me. So, excuse me. See, I'm yawning everything. The Lord keep repeating this word to me. So I was like, listen, we had, I have to let this out. Okay, I got to birth this thing. Ow. So, uh, something just poked me. Okay, so, <laughs> um, let's start at Exodus chapter 13, verse 17. And the Lord said, he's fighting your enemies. He said, he's frustrating the plans of the wicked. He said, this very day, this very day, he is fighting for you. He, he's fighting with for you with fire. Do you understand me? He is destroying and demolishing the enemy, okay? It says, Israel's wilderness departure. When Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through the Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God says, listen, he done took you out your comfort zone. He done, he done brought you to a place where you cannot put your hand in it. You can't quickly go back to Egypt. You can't quickly go back to doing things the way you used to do it. Now you have to lean on God. He's brought you to a place in him where all you have left to do is lean on him, his word and his promise over your life. And he did that so you wouldn't go back to your old ways of trying to lead yourself, trying to do things yourself, trying to handle things yourself. He's brought you to this point so you can understand that he alone is God. Okay. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. See, one thing about the wilderness, right? I feel like people despise their wilderness season, but in your wilderness season, you get to see God provide. Like God is humbling you, showing you that he alone is God. Right. So right before you get into your promise, right before God make a promise, you might have to go into a wilderness because you need to understand that man cannot live by bread alone. You got to live by the word of God, every word that comes out his mouth. So God will put you in a place that looks completely opposite of what he says. So you will know that he alone is God, that he alone speaks a thing and it happens, child. It said Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear to do this. He said, God will certainly come to help you when he does. You must take my bones with you from this place. Oh, I'm so sorry. The Israelites left Succoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. The Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud. He provided light at night with a pillar of fire. This allowed them to travel by day or by night. And the Lord did not remove the pillar of cloud or pillar of fire from its place in front of the people. See, God said he is before you. He said he is going before you. He said his presence is going before you. He said he is leading you right into where he told you he is taking you, child. He said he just needs you to lean on his word, child. He said he needs you to lean on his understandings, child. He said he's before you. He, You are following him into what he said. <laughs> Funny story that Lord just brought into my mind. This was like a while ago, right? <laughs> I was, um, I used to play field hockey in high school and I remember me and my, uh, my brother had went for a run, right? 
And I remember, like, he was in front of me because obviously he's older than me. So he was in front of me. And I was, like, just running with him. And I remember I was so focused on what was before me, right, that I wasn't really focused on what was before me. Like, I was just looking straight. And I remember my brother looked down. I mean, he had pointed down. And I wasn't paying attention to why he pointed down. But he was trying to show me that it was, like, a, um, it was a, um, a puddle of mud, child. And when I tell you I fell in that mud, child, <laughs> because I was so focused on what lies ahead that I wasn't focused on what my brother was trying to show me, child. And I want you to understand that God is leading you in a way. He doesn't want you just to be focused on the land flowing with the milk and honey. God wants you to understand what he is teaching you along the way, what he is showing you along the way, just so you can see like this was the trap of the enemy. You see that right there? He, he wanted you to slip on that. He wanted you to fall over that. He wanted he wanted you to, to give up at this point. He wanted you to get tired. Like God wants to teach you this strength that lives on the inside of you as you are going into, into your land. He wants to show you how powerful he is. He wants to show you that you could go to sleep hungry but wake up with fresh manna, child. He wants to show you that, listen, even though you are thirsty, I am the rock that will provide water for you. I will quench your thirst. That is what God is trying to show you, okay? Because if you, if you, if God just threw you into this land, right? This is how good our Father is. If He would have just thrown you into this land, child, and He wouldn't have taken you on this journey, child, you would have begin to idolize the things of you in this land, child. You would have begin to um, forget about God. You'd have begin to replace God. You would have forgotten about Him. But God has taken you this way on purpose, so you will be like, listen here. I will dwell in your house all the days of my life. It's to test your heart, to see will you remain loyal, even if you hungry, even if you thirsty, even if God said a thing and it doesn't look like it happened, will you still trust him? Will you still trust him? I was talking to God yesterday. I was like, you know, you, you be real cute, Lord. Like you be real cute because you be like, all right, I'm about to give you this limb. It's flowing with milk and honey. The grapes is good. The soil is good. It's a very good land. You'll be like, all right, Lord, I'm going to come. All right, bet. And, you know, you start walking. And as you walk in, you like, mm, this don't look like the right way to go. And he'd be like, just follow me. You good. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way, when you get a little farther away from Egypt, when you get out of your comfort zone, he'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way. It's some giants in that land, but but listen, I'm gonna go before you and I'm gonna take them out. And then you be like, What? But he be like, just follow me. You be like, all right. <laughs> and then and then he be like, you know what? I'm gonna let a couple people go in there and see the land. I'm gonna let you see the giants. I'm gonna let you see the people that's in that land, the people that's eating your food and, and eating your milk and honey and using your store and living in your houses. I'm gonna let you see these people. And then you be like, Lord, they are huge. They are huge. And he be like, okay, I told you what I was going to do. And then you be like, but you didn't say all of this when we first left Egypt. <laughs> when we first left Egypt, you just said a land flow of milk. And honey, you ain't say nothing about no enemies. You ain't say nothing about people living in my house. You ain't tell me they was in there eating. My I thought the land was empty. And God was saying, that's because you be leaning on your own understandings. 
you be leaning on your own understandings. If I would have told you all of that from the beginning, you would have never left your comfort zone. You would have thought that Egypt was better than my presence, child. You would have thought that your ways, the way you think, was better than my ways, child. I had to tell you. I had to tell you just the end. Because I knew if I'd have told you the middle, you would have been like, no, Egypt is better, child. But he said, listen, listen to how much you've grown. See how much you have grown. Look how look how far you've come. Look how far you've come. <laughs> I just be thinking God is so cute when he do that. Cause I be like, Lord, you don't be saying nothing else about it until you till you halfway there. And then he'd be like, Oh yeah, it's some giants in there. Listen, it's it's a Hivite out over there, but I'ma get them for you. But <laughs> he be like, Lord, you playing me. <laughs> I don't know if that's how y'all be, but that's how I be with God. I be like, Lord, why you play me like that? Like you ain't had to play me like that. You could have told me from the rip. He like, no, I couldn't. Because if I'd have told you, you would have stayed in Egypt. Listen, it's so funny. It is so funny because it's just like, I don't know about y'all, but y'all ever, like, I'm getting better with my time management. But I'm like a person that used to be like, you had to tell me that the party start at six if it really started at eight just so you make sure i'm ready right that that was me and that's how god be he like listen i had to tell you get ready at six because i knew that it started at eight but i had to tell you ahead of time because i know how you are so he just he knows what to say to you at what time for you to take and as you mature in him as you see him provide for you as you see the miracles the signs and the wonders following you then you like okay lord i'm gonna trust you a little more and then he give you more revelation like okay well listen this is this, this, and this, but I'm about to go and I'm going to handle it. I'm going to go before you. And you be like, okay, Lord, because you trusted him. You've learned how to trust him in this wilderness, child. Whew, I hope that blessed somebody. It says, then the Lord gave these instructions to Moses, order the Israelites to turn back and camp by the Pia Haroth between Mig- Migdal and the sea. Camp there along the shore across from Baal Sapone. Then Pharaoh will think the Israelites are confused. They are trapped in the wilderness. And once again, I will hearten Pharaoh's heart and he will chase after you. So these attacks of the enemy is not, it is not because the enemy has oh so much power. It's not because God, God's not, not there. It's not because God's not in the midst. It's not because God lied to you. He said, he said, listen, go over there. I want you to camp right there. I want you to sit right there. I want you to keep yourself planted right there. And you know what's going to happen? That enemy's going to think that I left you. That enemy's going to think that you will believe the lie. The enemy's going to think that he can attack you. The enemy's going to think that this is the opportune time to attack you. But he said, listen. He said that Israel, he's going to think that the Israelites are confused. He's going to think that you are confused. He's going to think that you are going to stop trusting God. You're going to stop believing in God. But he said, he don't know that I'm the one who told you to go there. He said, he don't know that I'm the one telling you to, to go camp right there. He said, he don't know the one that, that I'm the one that told you that I'm about to give you the victory. He said, listen, I'm going to heart in his heart. I'm going to heart in his heart. He said, he don't even know I'm using him to get you to your, your purpose. He don't even realize it. He said he was going to chase after you. Don't think that these attacks of the enemy is something strange because he thinks that you are at your weakest. He thinks that you are, um, he thinks that 
that it's just the opportune time to attack you. He feels like since it doesn't look like what God told you, that you'll believe his lies. Mm, Jesus. He said, I have planted this in order to display my glory through Pharaoh and his whole army. See, the enemy is just being used. He's just being used. Everything that was meant for your bad is being used for your good. Those attacks is being used for your good because then you come closer to God like, Lord, did you say this? And then the Lord just, he's just giving you more download. He just giving you more understanding. He giving you more revelation. He's just pulling you closer to God. Mm, Jesus. So the Israelites camped there as they were told. When word reached the king of Egypt that the Israelites had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds. What have we done letting all these Israelite slaves get away? They asked. So Pharaoh harnessed his chariot and called up his troops. He took with him 600 of Egypt's best chariots. So he took the best chariots along with the rest of the chariots of Egypt, each with its commander. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. So the Lord sent Pharaoh to chase after them, child. He sent Pharaoh to chase after them, child. He sent, he allowed that enemy to come and attack you. He allowed that enemy to come and speak lies to you. He allowed it because it's going to display his glory, child. Who had left with the, who had left with this raised in defiance? So he chased after the people of Israel who left with fists raised in defiance. The Egyptians chased after them with all the forces and Pharaoh's army, all his horses and chariots, his charioteers and his troops. Can I tell somebody today that listen, think it not strange that you are under attack. Yes, God gave you a promise and the attack is a good sign. The fact that you are getting attacked is a good sign because if you wasn't getting attacked, that means the enemy like God, the fact that you are getting attacked is because he knows that God is doing a thing in the atmosphere. He knows that God is switching your circumstance, child. Think it not strange when you go under track. Think it not strange when you go through fiery trials. Think that thing not strange. The, if the enemy is fighting you tooth and nail, it is a reason why he is fighting you, child. If it's, if it's not, if he, if he got you outside of the will of God, he's not going to fight you. He's going to be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Go ahead and do it. But the fact that he keeps, he's persistent on fighting you on this, these things, it's because God is about to move. God's about to shift it. God is about to really show off his glory, child. That's why he wouldn't be chasing you if, if it wasn't a purpose behind it. If it was to waste your time, he wouldn't be chasing you. Hmm. The Egyptians caught up with the people of Israel as they were camped beside the shore near Pi-Haroeth across from Baal-Saphon. As Pharaoh approached the people of Israel, looked up in panic when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord and they said to Moses, why did you bring us here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? So then you sit in there like, Lord, why would you allow all this to happen? If you gave me a promise, if you said these things is going to happen, why are you allowing me to go out and attack like this? Why is, why is, why, why am I going through such warfare? Why you ain't just let me be like I was before like why you ain't just leave me there at least i wasn't under attack and god said hold up wait a minute he said because you were stuck in lack he said you had a lack you had a poverty mindset he said you had scarcity you was very scarce he said i i didn't leave you there because you're my child he said i love you i want more for you i want better for you that's why i wouldn't leave you there child i wasn't leaving you in egypt you're my child 
Mm, he said, you don't belong to Egypt. He said, you are my child. He said, you are from the kingdom of heaven. I need you to wake up to your identity. Who Jesus. He said, why? They said, why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. Child, that is being stuck in that lack of mindset. That is being bound, child. I need you to remove the, 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 just the, the chains. I need you to release yourself. You did not have it better back in your past. You didn't have it better when you was in your flesh. You did not have it better in Egypt. It was not better in Egypt when Pharaoh just gave you every dictate. Just because he allows you to eat and he allows you to have what you thought was a little bit of rest. That's not, that's not what God got planned for you. Your comfort zone, that's not what God got planned for you. You're not going to be comfortable. I, I, need you to, I need you to understand this now. When God promises you a thing, you're not going to be comfortable because it's so big that there's no way that you can do it. So it's uncomfortable because there's no way for you to put your hand in it. Ask me how I know. Ask me how I know. But it's for the glory of God to be revealed. If you could put your hands in it, then you will be able to say that you did it. When you can't do anything, that's when you know it's God. And and it happens. That's how you know it's God. Mm, 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 Mm-mm-mm-mm. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Don't attack these little, these new um, little serpents, this new level, new devil that you on, child. You ain't going to see this thing after today. God is defeating your foes, child. He is delivering you from the trap of the enemy, child. He is releasing you, child. You will not see these Egyptians again. These Egyptians, this attack that you under, this warfare that you are going through, you will not see it after today, child. And can I tell you a revelation God gave me about today? God told me, listen, when he says today, he means this is the season. Now it's approaching. It's coming quickly. That's what he means. Okay. I just need somebody to know that. Then the Lord said to Moses, but be expecting. I hear the spirit of God saying, he said, being expecting. When I say it today, when I say, when I say soon, he said, that means I want you to be expecting. I want you to be on alert. I want you to be in position to receive because I like to surprise my children. I like to show up swiftly. I like to pop up like a thief in the night child. Mm, he says, so be alert, stay vigilant, be expecting. He said, then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the, pe- tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. God is saying, listen, why are you sitting here crying out to me if I already told you how we went in? If I told you I was going to hurt Pharaoh's heart. If I told you I was going to defeat your enemies. If I told you that, listen, you don't got to worry about them. I got you. I'm going to deliver you. This is done for my glory. Why are you sitting there crying to me? Get up. Go do what I told you to do. Mm. Prepare to prepare to see the glory of God. Get get praying. Get fasting. Consecrate yourself. Do what you got to do. Worship me. Thank me. Who God? Mm. Some of y'all coming to God, y'all being ungrateful. God said you're not having a heart of gratitude. He said you coming to me in a mindset of defeat. You coming to me like I can't do it, child. He said I need you to come thanking me that it's done. He said I already told you it was finished. Mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. See, God is say he send you into the land. He say he'll tell you that it's your land because he already sees you in the land. He's in the, he's in the past, present, and the future, child. He's sitting in the land. His presence is in the land already with you. He just needs to get you there so you can see it with your own eyes. But before you can see it with your own eyes, you got to see it with your faith. It's your evidence. Don't get me started about your faith. Be your evidence again. Pick up your staff and raise your hand. Listen, who, whoever didn't listen to your faith is your evidence. It's the episode before this. I encourage you to go back. That episode blessed me, child. If you heard it again, go hear it again. Because I'm telling you, that thing is a banger. It says, divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they will charge in after the Israelites. May great, my great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his charioteers. Listen, because of how impossible the situation is, because of the warfare you went through, because of the lies of the enemy, because of what it looked like, because people are carnal, child, because people are in their flesh, child, because of that, God says his glory is going to be revealed because this situation looks impossible. This situation looks like there's no way for it to resurrect, child. It it looks like it's dead, right? But God is using that for his glory because once he resurrects it, people are going to be like, how did this happen? (laughs) How? When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. Then the angel of God who had been leading the people of Israel moved to the rear of the camp. So now he in the front and the back. He's saying, listen, I got your front and your back, child. You covered. Covered. The pillar of cloud also moved from front and stood behind them. So listen here, as you are going, as God is telling you, listen, I made your path clear. Go, go ahead. Do what I told you as you follow his instructions. He says, now I'm going to be behind you fighting any enemy that try to roll up on you, child. He said, listen, I got your back, child. He said, I wish they would try to come and sneak you from behind, child. He said, I got you. Listen. Who Jesus, Lord have mercy, God. It says the clouds settled between the Egyptians and the Israelite camps. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and the Israelites did not approach each other all night. God is saying, listen here, child. I wish one of them would. He said, I wish one of them would come over here. He said, I wish one of them would touch my children, child. I wish they would. Listen here. He said the enemy really doesn't want it. He really don't want the smoke with you, but he just wants you to think that he does. He wants you to wants you to be afraid of him because when you're in fear, you're not in faith. Mm, 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 mm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. When you are in fear, you are not in faith, child. He said, so listen, he'll try to he'll try to set up camp right next to you. But he said, remember this. He said, hold on to my voice. I wish he would come to your camp. He said, I wish he would step a foot in your camp. <laughs> Woo, child. Oh, he the enemy knows. The enemy knows. The enemy knows, okay? <laughs> he is not gonna step a foot in the camp. He knows God is right there waiting for him to even look like he's about to come across. Who child? 
Then Moses raised his hand over the sea and the Lord opened a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land. So as they are resting, child, didn't Moses say, listen, just rest. The Lord won't fight for you. Rest, child. So as they is resting, God already making the path straight. <laughs> He's already clearing the way. He's already making everything ready for when it's time for his children to cross, child. It says, then raise, Moses raised his hand over the sea and the Lord opened a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land. So the Lord says, as you are resting, as you are trusting in me, he said, I'm fighting for you. He said, I'm getting things prepared. Yeah, it's uncomfortable because you see the enemy has taken camp next to you. But he said, I already told you that's handled. That's handled. He, consider him good as dead. As, matter of fact, he is dead. Just just consider that dead. That's dead. Don't worry about him. Okay, they, they camp next to you. So, so, the enemy tried to chase you. So, what did I say? He's not going to step a foot on your camp. I can, I can guarantee you that. Hmm. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with the walls of water on each side. <sighs> Child. 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 <sighs> Your God is fighting for you. And it, it, no obstacle can get in the way of this. No hindrance can get in the way of this. Nothing can get in the way of what God got planned, child. It's impossible for the enemy to stop what God has planned, child. It's impossible. And you would think that that imp would get it, okay? But he still don't get it. So God just keeps on displaying more and more his glory because the enemy just doesn't get it. It's impossible to thwart the plan of God. He cannot change the plan of God. He can't. He's, he's not the creator. He's not the author. He's a bootlegger. He just bootlegs what he see God do. He's just a bootlegger. Listen. Then the Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses, chariots and charioteers, taste them into the middle of the sea. But just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of fire and cloud and threw their forces into total confusion. He twisted their chariot wheels, making their chariots difficult to drive. Let's get out of here, away from these Israelites, the Egyptians outed. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Child, <laughs> all he wants you to do is, okay, I, I made your path straight. Go ahead, y'all. I don't know about y'all, right? But when I get home, especially like if it's nighttime, I, when I unlock my door, I let my kids go in the house first because I'm going to cover you. Because if somebody try to run up, run up on us, I want you to be in the house safe so I know you good. And then I'm going to handle whoever just tried to run up on us, okay? That's how I be. That's how it is. Because I'm their mother. I'm going to protect them, okay? Because those is my babies. And if I'm like that, right, imagine how much more God is, how more passionate he is towards you. So he like, go ahead, baby. I done, I done made your past straight. 
say, I'm going to handle your enemies. I got you. Go ahead, walk. Go go through. I parted the sea for you. Go ahead, walk through. And then he over there, tear, lighting that enemy up. Because you done messed with the wrong one. I told you, touch not my anointed one. And do my prophet no harm. I done told you. And they done touched you. They done touched you. So now I got I to gotta destroy them. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> well, all the Israelites had reached the other side, the Lord said to Moses, raise your hand over the sea again. Then the waters will rush back and cover the Egyptians and their chariots and charioteers. See, this is based on your obedience. When you hear what God tells you to do, go and do it. Whatever God is telling you to do, you know his voice. What God is telling you to do, it might sound so simple. It might sound like something that you're like, really, God, that's what you want me to do. That's it. He like, just do that. And watch, watch how I use you to display my glory to Pharaoh and to the people around you, child. So as the sun began to rise, Moses raised his hand over the sea and the water rushed back into its usual place. The Egyptians tried to escape, but the Lord swept them into the sea. Mm, Jesus, Jesus. Then the waters returned and covered all the chariots and charioteers, the entire army of Pharaoh. See, the enemy, he didn't try to pull out his best, his best tricks on you. <laughs> He tried to pull out his best lies, his, his, his best, his, his, just his best. He tried to do his best. He was trying to do a number on you. Okay. He was trying. He pulled out his best tactics. And God says, all of them have been rendered useless. All of them are useless. Everything he tried to do, he said is useless because what I said will come to pass. I am fighting for you, child. Okay. Of all the Egyptians who had chased the Israelites into the sea, not a single one survived. <coughs> all them, all them enemies that's trying to chase you into your land, trying to make you afraid of what God told you, ain't none of them going to survive because God is sending His fire. God, God is fighting for you. God is drowning your enemies' lies out with His glory. You are about to experience a, a wave of glory into your life. And as you experience this wave of glory into your life, every one of the lies that the enemy told you is going to be drowned in the waves, child. Everyone, every lie he has spoken, you are about to prove it as just that a lie. It was never the truth. Child, I need you to understand this. Listen to me when I speak, please. The attack you are under is because your your promise is right there. He is attacking you because you are no longer a part of Egypt. And you got the nerve to be leading other people out, child. That's why he's attacking you. That's why this battle has been so hard. But the Lord is saying, I took you the longer way just for you to see what was going to happen. Just so you can see me provide. Just so you can see me fight for you. I just brought you this way so you can see my arm. You asked me to hold you with my right hand. I did. You asked me to flex my, my mighty arm, and I did. I had to take you the long way so you could see it. How could you see me flex on your, on, on your enemies if I didn't take you this way? I knew the Red Sea was right there, but I wanted to use that so you could see how strong I am. Mm. 
Jesus. But the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground as the water stood up like a wall on both sides. That is how the Lord rescued Israel from the hand of the Egyptians that day. And the Israelites saw the bodies of the Egyptians washed up on the seashore. As God begins to work this miracle into your life, because it's coming to full fruition, child, and this is a this is this is the season. This is the season. As God begins to do what He told you, as you begin to see what God said is yours, you are going to see your enemies just lying there dead, just dead. Like, oh, death, where's your sting? <laughs> where's your sting? You're going to see those same enemies that was chasing after you at your feet, dead, drowned, because they can't withstand this glory, child. They can't withstand this glory. Oh, my God. It makes me think about the woman in the wilderness. Oh, because remember how the earth was helping her? Listen, God is like, you get into where I told you. Have I ever said a thing and it hasn't come to pass? <laughs> okay. When the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and in his servant Moses. God says, listen, I'm sharing my glory with you. He said, I'm sharing my glory with you. He said, people are going to be in awe of this next move that I'm doing in your life. He said, I'm making, I'm making our relationship public. People are going to begin to see me so clearly in your life. Signs, miracles, and wonders follow you because I have chosen you. I have favored you. I have anointed you. Okay? Child, he said he don't care what anybody else got to say. He don't care if people don't think you're qualified. He said he don't care if people don't think you look like what, what a chosen one should look like. You don't talk like a chosen one should talk. You don't act. You don't dress how a chosen one should act or dress, child. He said, I favored you. Period. And people are about to put some respect on your name because of my presence with you, child. He says, I'm making my presence very known, very known. See, God has given a lot of you instructions to stay silent. And he said, I've told you to stay silent so my presence can speak. You don't have to say anything. He said, I'll speak for you. I'll speak for you, child. Mm -mm -mm. Let me pray for y'all, Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord God, because you are a man of your word, Lord God. You are faithful, Father God. You are mighty, Father God. You are you are just king, Lord. You make every knee bow, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And I just thank you. I thank you that you are sharing your glory with us, Father God. I thank you for allowing us to reign with you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father God, thank you for just destroying our enemies. Thank you that our enemies are already dead, Lord God. That is already finished, Lord God. That we just walk in this thing out, Lord God. I just thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I just am praying for your child that this word will encourage her and strengthen her, Father God. I pray that this word just gives her new hope, gives her new strength. It encourages her to continue to, to just let you fight. Just let you fight for her, Lord. Just let you fight for her. <laughs> and that's all I can really ask for, Lord, is that she just allows you to fight for her and she sits back and watches the salvation of the Lord today, Lord. Who I just want to give your name, all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen.
man family god is doing it he's doing it he's doing it he's doing it okay and I cannot wait to hear your testimonies. I can't wait to release my testimony because God is doing a thing in his children's life, child. He is making it very known who is a child of God and who's the the other ones. You feel me? He's making it very known, okay? In this season, it's the set time, child. It's the set time. We in a new year. The season changed. What? Then the season changed. This posted on Monday, I believe. But I think what day was, um, I think Saturday is the day of, um, the first day is fall, right? First day of fall. Let me see. Uh, yep. Saturday the 23rd is the first day of fall. You about to see that enemy fall like he, like he fell. He about to fall out your life too. Just like how he fell out of heaven, like a flash of lightning. That's how he about to fall out your land, child. Cause he thought it was cute to be in your stuff. He thought it was cute to give his kids your cars. He thought it was cute for his kids to have your man. He thought it was cute for his kids to have your finances. But that, that's real cute. Cause they all about to fall. Cause it's time to give me that. Cause that's mine. Mm-hmm. So I love you guys so, 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 so much. And let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.